I'm Jessica Zimmerman, and this is Zimmerman Podcast. I'm a serial entrepreneur, mom to three, and professional oversharer who has spent a decade building my business and helping others do the same. From wedding floral design to business education, features in Martha Stewart Weddings and Forbes magazine, and even writing and publishing my best-selling memoir, Sleeping with a Stranger, my business has kept growing, evolving, and changing year after year, just like me. Because the best thing about building a strong business is the freedom it gives me to live a full life. And that's what Zimmerman Podcast is all about, sharing real, transparent, in-the-moment reflections about how to live a life build a business, and lead a family through the good, the hard, and the messy. That's what we're doing each week right here on Zimmerman Podcast. Welcome to the show. Okay, everyone, I'm here with Jesse Eccles. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Jessica. By the way, is your full name Jessica? It is. It is. It is. My grandfather, who I called Pappy, was the only human being on the planet that called me Jesse. Oh, I was named after my great grandma, great grandfather, whose name is Jesse, but they still went with Jessica. Yeah, and it just feels like a different persona. I've tried professionally to go by it, and it it, it just comes back to Jesse. You're you're such a Jesse. You really are. No one calls me Jess. Everybody in my life calls me Jess. Mm. To the point where when people say. Hey, Jessica, I'm like, I don't even want to turn around because I clearly don't know you. You know what I mean? It's a different, yeah, like person. I don't know. It's just a different vibe. Yeah, it really, it really is. It's a little crazy. But um, anyway, I'm so glad to have you here. This is, guys, I have to tell you, I haven't done a podcast recording in 14 months because it had gotten to the point where I just was like, what else? I feel like I'm saying the same thing. And I really felt like I needed to take a break. I only wanted, I just, I genuinely just want to be of service. Um, I don't want to do things just for the sake of doing things. And I kind of, it was going to take something really special to, to get me excited to come back. And that is Jesse. So I'm really grateful for you. And I want to say really quickly how I came to learn about you. Um, if I can. And then I just want to know all the things about you and what you're doing and, and everything. And we're going to talk about um, something that we are going to be doing together and all that good stuff. But um, so in August of 2021, about the same time that I stopped doing the podcast, push pause on the podcast, I um, I was talking to a good friend of mine, Katie Selvage, and she, I was like, I just don't know what's next for me. Like, I don't know. I'm just feeling real burned out on everything. And I don't even know if I have have anything left to offer, you know, all this stuff. And she said, I think you should do um, this book called Artist's Way. And she sent it to me the next day. And one of the things in it was every single week, you have to do something that you've always wanted to do. And it could be like take a pottery class or whatever, but you were supposed to kind of tap into that curiosity, right? That inner child curiosity. And one of the things that I have always wanted to do is have my chart read and um, my astrology chart. For those of you who don't know, this is Je- what Jesse does, is astrology. Anyway, so I, I I battled with it a little bit because I grew up in the Bible Belt where we don't do that. We do not. I'm sorry. Astrology is the devil. You're the devil for even thinking about it. Like, don't even. But there was always this part of me, even as a little girl, when they would say things like that, I, I, I just so clearly remember thinking, mm, I don't believe that. Or that's not true. Or, you know what I mean? Just this knowing. So I'd moved to Nashville. I decided to have my chart read. And Jesse, I mean, I was like, I already know what it's going to say. Like, I already know what they're going to say to me. And she she opens my chart. This wasn't Jesse. She opens my chart and she says, you can tell she's like a little like, I don't really know how to tell you this. And I am just thinking, we just moved to Nashville. This is all about my career. I'm going to meet the right people and my career is going to take off. And I wrote this book and then it was the pandemic. So it didn't really do what I wanted it to. But this is now what's like, that's why I'm here. And she was like, uh, um, no, not at all. Um, this is about rebuilding 
your whole next year is about completely tearing down what you know and completely rebuilding a brand new foundation. And I was like, what? Come again? Like, uh, what are you talking about? Anyway, I'm so glad that I recorded that because at first I was like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Even though deep down I was like, I know exactly what she means. Um, And then in December, I listened to it again and just felt seen and heard and validated and all the things. In February, I went into this very deep depression. I've never been depressed before. And I ended up going to see a spiritual advisor and she said something about, well, tonight's a new moon. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, I mean, not, I know what a new moon is, but I mean, honestly, it was like, I know that's like a Twilight movie. You know, there. I didn't really know. I know like they say wolves howl at the full moon. I didn't know all the things, right? And um, so I go home and I start like researching new moon. And then I guess I looked it up on Instagram or something. So in my searches, like in the you pop up and it says, I forget what it is. It's in February and it was like the new moon in something. And it means this and this where a lot of things, Things that were popping up on my feed were very, you know, um, which I'm into it now. But at the time I was still kind of, but they were very woo-woo and very like, here's all the crystals and here's what you need and here's the potion and here's the shot. And you were just like, hey, here's what this means. This isn't what to fear. That you were like a logical, like not crazy spiritual, you know, but does this make sense? Like completely down to earth. Like, let me just give this to you straight. So that's how I started following you. And then somehow I got lucky enough to get a reading from you um, in May. And that is how our little love affair happened. I think Yeah, yeah. that's how I met you. I love that. Thank you for sharing. I feel like you shared bits and pieces of that, but like, I love the backstory and it's funny. We've been chatting a little bit now. Like I've, I've known you since May and mm-hmm. so I've known you on this part of your journey, kind of like it, in the middle of it, maybe, or maybe even on towards like the, the back end of, of some of what you've been exploring more recently. But like this whole persona that you have that you built your life on is quite foreign to me um, of what I know about you. And I love that that is kind of like getting interwoven in what you're doing now. And you're kind of finding the pieces mm-hmm. to like still be who you are, but incorporate this like new version as well. Absolutely. And there's always been this, this part of me that felt um, there was, there was a, you know, a service that I was going to need to do, or there was something that I was going to, that was going to be hard, that was going to be, I was going to have to really be prepared for it. Anyway, I think we're kind of getting into it, but that's another subject for another day. I want to talk about astrology. That's what I want to talk about. And I'm so excited to talk about it because I, it has helped me in so many ways. Um, and I, I, I don't know, I just, again, coming from a background of, you know, I grew up Baptist where I was at church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Um, my slumber parties were lock-ins at church. You know what I mean? It's just really there all the time. Um, so it has been really a year of being so appreciative of astrology, but also kind of keeping it to myself, um, because of where I come from and not wanting to freak people out or scare people. I wanted to understand it better myself. Um, and now I think you have helped me so much with that. And so I just want to kind of talk about for you, like, think of my audience, think of me, how do we explain what astrology really is. And before you say anything, I just want to say the thing that made me go, okay, we're okay. Like, this is all good is it dawned on me one day. I was like, wait a minute. How did God tell uh, the wise men to find baby Jesus to look at the star? A star was what was going to guide them to baby Jesus. And I, I, and I don't have it off the top of my head, head, but there is a verse in the Bible that talks about look to the stars in the skies as a map, as a tool, as a guide. And I have to tell you, there has been such a a beautiful, like I've always, I need to believe in some kind of divinity, divine love that, you know, a protection, a guidance. And astrology has helped me in every way with that. And it has made me uh, a better person. So I just want to know, like, 
your opinion of astrology, what got you into it, all the things. Yeah. Okay, I'll quit talking. You go. Oh, I have chills from how you said that. So also, you know, I guess background. So I'm a Sagittarius rising and Sagittarius is all about philosophies and religion and spiritual practices in like a very big way. Um, and it's all of them. And that is part of what astrology is. It, every single religion and culture in some way, shape or form is built on the stars and the constellations, right? And so that's one of the really beautiful things about astrology. If you look back in history, every single type of human used it in some way. And before we had astronomy and all the science things to be able to like even create like a Myers-Briggs or all these other psychology tests and all of that, before we had anything, people just looked up at the stars, right? That's They just stargazed and they looked at patterns. Um, and Western astrology, which is the type that I practice, um, there's actually multiple forms. We don't need to get into that. But what I practice is based on the seasons. And that is something that no matter what your religious beliefs are, you can relate to, right? Like we know that summer is warmer, winter is colder, and that aligns with the signs and the constellations. Mm -hmm. The solstices um, are also very like, you, you hear about them in the news, you hear about eclipses, you hear about new moons, full moons, all these things. They're astrological terms that happen based on science. Like we know that the moon changes, um, but astrology is this language that we've put to the stars um, and have kind of fit into human experiences in different ways. And so it's not like it, it, there are very woo-woo people, very like witchy, spiritual, like out there that, um, you know, are valid in their beliefs and how they practice. But I found it to be something that was just really practical, which almost sounds silly when I say it, because I it, it's it's not that practical. Like my dad thinks I'm crazy um, and there's it's not so tangible, but when you actually learn some of the basics, like you said, you started exploring just a little bit, you feel so validated and seen that it's, it's all of a sudden something that's like, okay, yeah, this is, it's not that it has to be real or not real. It's just validating and kind of can help serve you on a day-to-day -day level. Uh, yeah. And I really understand what you mean when you say it's practical. Like I get that because for me, I feel like that's absolutely what it is. And it, it I mean, even just things um, for, okay, we're going to talk about all this, but I want to, let's just start at the basics real quick. Um, because I want to go into how I feel like it's practical and how it has helped me and how you talk about the seasons too. I did a podcast episode with Claire Baker. We'll put it in the show notes about, um, menstrual cycles and how they really are like seasons and how, if you can, um, almost adapt your work schedule or your schedule in general, you know, to the seasons of your menstrual cycle, like just how much more productive you are and how much, how much more work you can accomplish or whatever it is that you want to accomplish without as much effort, you know, like let's not try uh, to record podcasts in winter season, you know, when we're actually menstruating. I don't know. It's so it, for me, I think that made a lot of sense. And I had already kind of applied that to my life. This is another form of that. Like, it's just another kind of guide of, well, now we're in this season. And so it's practical to do this. We just got out of Virgo season and I was all, you know, it made sense why I was in such an organizational mood, you know, or whatever. Um, so it's all validating or even the, the retrogrades, you know, those make sense to me. The confusions or you know, whatever, which people are, my audience is probably like, what the hell is a retrograde? But we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. The main signs, sun, moon, rising. Those are three that we really, you know, need to know. I know there's also Venus and Jupiter and, you know, all the things, which, okay. So as somebody, I'm just going to ask questions like I would a year ago. Cool. Sun, moon, rising. I am a, I am a sun, Pisces, a moon, Taurus. A Leo rising. I know you are a Leo sun. Mm -hmm. um, most people know their sun sign. Yes. Because horoscopes got pretty popular. Um, mm -hmm. Even if you don't vibe with them, you know that they exist. And most right. people know what their sun sign is, which is their zodiac sign. Um, right. Because that's pretty much the same every year. You know, if you are born at the end of March, beginning of April, you're going to be an Aries. That does not change, and it's very easy to just say, okay, what, what's your birthday um, without time and location, and we know generally what your sun sign is. Most, most people do know that, and you can kind of read horoscopes for that. 
Um, but like you said, there's so much to it. And the next two things you would want to know is your moon and rising. Now with those, you do need that next bit of information and that you would need at least your location. Like, so city, state, country, some people give me like the hospital room number, you don't need that. Um, <laughs> just like city, state, um, country. And then um, the birth time is what actually gives us the rising sign. So if you don't know your birth time, you can still get a lot of information from your chart, um, but that is really helpful in getting the full picture. And that's why we know you're a Leo rising. Um, and so the, the sun, it, it represents how we shine. It, it's literally like what shines on planet earth. Um, and it's, it's that archetype. Um, it is also represents our identity. Um, and that's why a lot of people do relate to their sun sign. But isn't get- it just kind of also how we naturally show up just who we naturally are. Like there's no effort. It's just our sun sign is just who we are. For the most part, yeah, yeah, it's your identity. It's how you identify. So mm-hmm. it can be depending on how it shows up. Like for you, I think your Leo rising shows a lot more than your Pisces sun. For from what in, I know in, of you, in front of other people, it does. Yes. Well, so that yeah, so but that so showing up in the world for you is is much more Leo. But you know, and people who know you well know your Pisces, more introverted, kind of like spiritual qualities and that need to be alone and process um, is really important to you. But that's not what people get when they first meet you. Right. Correct. Which that's more your rising. It's Mm -hmm. rising is kind of the, it's the lens you see the world through. Um, And it can be, you will see that some people say it's first impressions and that can be true, but it's a little complicated in how that would like actually play out with the rest of the chart. But I would say for you, that is true. Your rising sign, your being a Leo, is your people's first impression of you. That's kind of like this lens you see the world through and how people first see you. Um, mm-hmm. But on a, I guess, more spiritual level, the rising sign is also what we're here to rise into um, and grow into. So it can yeah. be, while it's people's first impression of you, you yourself don't always see you that way. You see right. yourself more as your sun and your moon. Right. But here's what's interesting, what I love about all this. Okay, so, and then your moon, this is what I take it as, and you may have more to it. Because again, me, I just, like, I I just do what feel, like, everything's not feeling for me. I'm a Pisces. And so, um, so, you know, like the moon to me is, that's my childhood. That is my, that is, that is, I don't know, what's, what's, what did I write? It's my past, my childhood. It's what feels safe. It's those kinds of things. What is it? What do you describe I love that you as? say it's your childhood. I, I actually haven't heard it really exactly described that way, um, but it, I see where you get that. So the moon, most basic, it represents your emotional body. And as mm-hmm. children, we are mm-hmm. authentic in our emotional body. We don't have yep. social conditioning. We don't have, you know, at, at some point we do kind of restrict right. and change how we process and how we close up or, or share too much or whatever it is based on how our parents raise us based on society, but your emotional body is your emotional body and that stays with you forever. Um, and it doesn't change. So you being a, yeah, your moon and Taurus, like that's definitely represented of your childhood. It can really represent your dynamic with your mother as well. The moon's very feminine um, and talking about menstrual cycles that actually there's a lot to do with menstrual cycles and the way the full moon and new moon cycles work and all that. Um, but your moon is your emotional body. If you are looking at a child's chart, that is absolutely the first thing I would look at because that's how they're experiencing the world it is through their, yeah. their emotional body. It's so raw and authentic and un, untouched and unwavering. Right. Um, and yes. so that's definitely where, where I see that. But as an adult, like, you know, we, there's certain things, a lot of people are like, oh, tell me if, if a Leo is compatible with a Pisces or these compatibility right. things, that's really popular. I would literally never give advice based on a sun sign for relationships. I would look at right. so many things, but certainly the moon, the emotional body, how you interact with someone else's emotions is hugely right. important um, in all, in business and relationships and parenthood and all of that. Right. Another thing that I find really fascinating with it is when I when I got to learn, I just kind of started diving a little deeper because I really took it very seriously when I read that about it being a tool, like a map, and and it is here for us. It is, and here's what I want to say. 
for anyone who's skeptical or says, um, I don't believe in that, here's just the truth. Okay. Like, let's just look at the truth. Um, I always tell my son, Zeke, he's like terrified of dogs. And I'm like, okay, so there's that idea that you're terrified of dogs, but let's look at the truth. Has a dog ever hurt you? You know, like sometimes we got to just bring it down to the truth. The truth is you are the only person in the world who was born on that day at that exact time in that exact location. I can say this. I'm a mother of twins. Even they, you know, are seconds apart. Um, and, uh, even with them just being seconds apart, their chart is very similar. There are a couple differences. So it just shows that that snapshot that's taken of you, the day, the exact time where is completely unique to you. And there's something about that, that I go, man, there is this divine love or, or something that is really creative, artistic, and cool. Um, to for every human being, like that, it, it isn't repeated. And so for me, that was really like, okay, I can see where that would there could be some kind of guide just for me on that. And then when I start to look a little deeper, and I've learned about North Node and South Node. Now, all of these terms, I just want to say for my audience, I don't know what the hell they all mean. I just know like. Uh, like nodes and I'm like, okay, but I know, I know what they're trying to say. So for me, what I learned is the North, the South node is just your comfort zone, right? It's like where it's like, what is natural? So for me, my South, what's natural for me is, um, is independence. And, um, I got this. I don't need anyone's help. I can do this on my own. And, on my first uh, chart reading, she says to me, well, your North Node is about learning to work with people, learning to trust people, um, diving into your feminine energy. You've had to learn throughout your life to fight for yourself, that you can't depend on anyone else. You have to just, but, and now you're, you need to learn to put that down. And so for me, even with any decision I make now, today, now that I know that information, and I'm so grateful to know it because anytime I'm presented with an option, I will go, what is more North Node for me? So if it's, I'm going to do something all by myself, or I have the option to collaborate with people, my gut reaction is, let me do it by myself. Like I can do it better. I can do it faster. <laughs> I can do, I can do it faster. I'll have to get it done more. I'm going to be efficient. I know how to do this, but I know what I'm here to learn. What's going to make me better. What's going to bring me contentment and peace faster is to go towards that North node. And so, okay, I'll work. I'll do the collaboration. That is a beautiful, like what a tool, what a map to have that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it's true. Like you, I'm laughing because you can get it done better and faster probably on your own, <laughs> right? And you have many times, but like you said, knowing that that is your comfort zone and kind of holding you, not necessarily holding you back, but it, it's keeping you stuck and not growing and you're here yeah. to grow. Like you are someone, of course, that's very conscious of how you continue to grow and evolve and knowing what that direction is, is, is so, it, I mean, it's, it's the most helpful thing in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know if you remember this, but when you did my chart reading, you were so sweet. You were like, okay. Um, it was kind of like that first person who did it. And it was like, okay, so you've, uh, um, I don't know how to say this. And I, and I go, Oh, my husband and I have separated. And you go, oh, thank God. Okay. So you already know. You already, you already know. Okay. And I, and you said, and I don't know what you were reading or what you were seeing, but there was something that said there was going to be some big shakeup or something, right? Yeah. I, I do remember that pretty, pretty, because, you know, in astrology, there's, and I don't want to like scare people. There aren't certain trans sure. like yeah. you fully believe in free will. You get full autonomy over your life. Like you, Jess, you can get stuck and do all the business things all yourself and you'll be successful, but you will not be fulfilled, right? Like you will be successful. You will make money. That's what it's about. Yeah. Fulfillment. So there are things in astrology that do indicate certain relationship shifts, right? And so I don't want to scare people and like even name it really, because 
lots of people are going to experience this type of transit and this type of um, what I was seeing in your chart. Um, and But it's not even necessarily like a divorce. It could be you've outgrown a friendship or a, a family. I know you just lost someone super important to you right. in, in your family, you know, which I'm so sorry about. I know how hard that is. I'm so sorry. But there's going to be some kind of like shattering moment, right? That's what you were saying. Yes, definitely a, a change. And yeah. quite frankly, like collectively, we are are changing so much. So I would be shocked if there was not every single person listening to this that had something in their life right now that was changing, right? That they were letting go right. of and having right. to kind of build anew. That is like a huge collective theme really since 2020 and certainly in 2022 um, moving forward. Um, but yeah, in your chart, there was, I, I, I do remember because I saw something quite like strong. And I think similarly, you I can't remember exactly what you came in with, but maybe a little bit career focused, like a little bit um, just kind of like what's going on. And it was just so clear that there was massive identity shift within your relationship happening and required change. And when you said that, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, great. Like glad that it's, you know, happening already. Basically you're already conscious of it. And that's the other thing I guess mm-hmm. I want to say about astrology. It's so reflective of what you're already experiencing. And so some people mm-hmm. are like, oh, it's this like fortune teller crystal ball and yeah we can see things and you can use it as a map but like most likely if you're living you know your life from a place of consciousness alignment and your truth it's just reflecting what you already know as well Mm -hmm. totally and I want to say too like Brian and I that's that's my my husband um that currently separated from but it's so weird because we're like the best of friends. But I honestly, I feel like I owe, we owe a lot of that to astrology because as I was starting to tell him things that I was learning, we started to learn his chart as well. And his South node is, uh, let me just, uh, be a caregiver and just take care of everybody else as emotionally. Like, um, let me, uh, you know, oh, Zeke needs his lunchbox cleaned. I'm going to do that. You know, just like this kind of person. But his North Node is to be confident, independent, rely only on himself, like all these things. And it was like, okay, if we look at your North Node and my North Node, we are holding each other back. I don't know. Does that mean we're going to hold each other back forever? I don't know. But what we do know is right now, Neither one of us are growing. We are stuck. We are stagnant. I said this the other day in an Instagram post. Energy has to flow. It's like water. Um, and so if it doesn't have anywhere to go, it just stays still. And that's a breeding ground for mosquitoes. You're just going to constantly be irritated and frustrated. And 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 there's going to come a point where you're like, why me? And all of that, right? And so when we were able to look at that, that was really a, like I said before, a really beautiful validating, like we're making the right decision here. It wasn't like, I don't know. Well, hmm, let's see. It was like, no, this makes sense. This makes sense. I don't know. Totally. And like, it's, it, it, with relationships, it's all about seasons too. Like you did serve a purpose for each other and maybe will continue to just in a different way, but it's, it's, it's in a different dynamic, right? And there is, but right. looking, yeah, looking, I love that you looked at the nodes because that's so deep into astrology. <laughs> um, and it totally is such a I, I go deep. where you are, are meant to be growing, which is, it, it can feel so, right. you're a Pisces, like it can feel so like, es- like esoteric and what's my purpose and existential and like all of these things. But you make it also so practical to your life. And like you said, like with you and, and your husband, it's like you're you're almost just growing in opposite directions. Um, and part right. of that is is interesting because it doesn't sound like it's quite op- opposites. It's just kind of like veering off. And so I feel like you were able to, for parts of your life, feel inspired by each other because some of the qualities you mentioned That's in perfect. him are ones that you do need, right? And same with him. He's he can find some of that within you, but it's also kind of conflicting at the same time and, and getting in each other's way. Yeah. The other day uh, we were talking, and I said, um, and I'd love to talk about this too, about because you're a mom, I'm a mom, 
I, um, you have a second one on the way, oh, yeah. right? I'm pretty pregnant right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I've got three, but it's, it's, um, learning their charts and how does that make us a, you know, we can kind of be, I want to be the best mom. I want to, I want to be in tune with each of them and they all need different things. You got, it's almost like you have to be three different moms sometimes, you know? Um, but it was interesting because I had always, I'd always, I've been doing this for like a year, uh, but I have thought, okay, my rising sign is again, kind of like North node for me. It's like, if I have a decision, you know, do I, do I go up on stage and speak or do I stay home and research? I need to go on stage and speak. That a Leo is going to do. That's my rising. And what I find in my, and Brian's rising is cancer. And what I find interesting is my daughter Stella's son. So just who she is, is Leo. My two sons' son, just who they are, is cancer. So mine and my husband's rising are our, ch- and I'm like, that just gives me chills. Cause it's like, they're here to teach us probably more than we'll ever teach them. So who they are naturally is who we, I don't know, we can look at and go, yeah, I'm supposed to be a little more like that. Oh, I got the chills. Yeah. It's so true. And family charts, that's a whole, like, it's fascinating. It is. I didn't even yeah, know that existed. Family common to have a lot of connection points between sun, moon, rising with your children, um, for, for better, for worse. It's, it's mostly to teach the parents, not the other way around, like you said. (laughs) Good, good. I love that. I love that. So let me ask you a question from a selfish perspective about twins. My boys could not be more different, but there's not a ton of difference in their charts. Um, so what is it about, I guess for anyone who's watching who might be skeptical and say, well, this doesn't make sense because what if their chart is almost identical, but they're completely different people? Like, what do you say to that? That is such a good question. I also, so my brother and sister are twins. Um, And how far apart is your daughter from your twins? Uh, She's 22 months older. From my brother and sister. We have weird parallels. We'll talk about that maybe later. (laughs) It's just weird. Um, so brother and sister twins, same thing, almost identical chart. You know, there are, if you get really nuanced, there's some different degrees, but it's, the basics are the same, right? Um, and same Mm -hmm. thing, they're very different people. Um, they've had different lived experiences. They've gone down different paths. They're older, they're, you know, 30 now. So they've lived life a little longer, but even as children, they were so different. And honestly, when I was first studying astrology, I was like, well, I guess it's not real because they were so different and their charts are the same. And to this day, my sister, she has done all my readings, all my classes, all the things. And my brother's like, yeah, nope, I'm different than her. Like not, not into it. And I don't even believe it because we're such different people. Um, And so Mm -hmm. I I get it. Um, But it is, it's just, it's so complex. So a couple of things I'll say to that, like one, yes, you always have free will. So you're going to choose consciously throughout your life, all of these little decisions that are going to affect the next one and the next one and how you experience life. And those are Mm -hmm. still going to be aligned with certain archetypes in astrology. Um, And I want to try to think of a good example for my brother and sister without like totally just like putting them on blast. (laughs) Talking about their No, you're good. You're good. For example, went through relationship themes at similar times. One mm-hmm. of them got married, one of them broke up, right? Like, gotcha. That's different, but it's themes and the underlying kind of consciousness and emotional regulation piece of that was quite similar. Um, it's a great example. And so that's kind of, yeah, generally speaking. I also think, and I don't know how this aligns religiously, so I apologize, but we all have souls and that's what astrology is. And it's representative of the soul. So the South Node, it's not only your comfort zone, but it does represent past lives. And this is where I don't know how this aligns Mm -hmm. so much. No, I believe it all. Listen, listen, I've delved into my past lives. I get it. We'll we'll go. You're coming in to this chart with a history, just like you go into a relationship with a history, you go into a job with a history, right? You could have this in black and white resume, 
but you're still going to come into, you know, you can go to the same college as someone, the same degree as someone, you're still going to go into that job with a different history. So your soul is also choosing to live life in this twin dynamic as well. Um, and there's a lot mm-hmm. to say about all of that, but, um, you know, speaking with both my brother and sister, that's where they, they, they really relate to having to kind of like do life along someone that is quote unquote similar and have to have this certain type of kind of overcompensation for certain things and competition with certain things. And especially with two boys, like it's just, it's, there's just this different dynamic just by choosing to be a twin as well. So I don't know. If you yeah, Totally. Totally. And going back to the whole South node for a second, like that's where the past lives come into play. It's like you, like I came into this life with this South node of, of independence and I got this, I don't need anybody. Um, which by the way, like immediately was turned back on when I was three years old and I was in a car accident and my sister died. It's like, okay, I'm on my own again. I got to be independent. I have two grieving parents who can't really take care of me. I'm all, you know, alone and all of this. And it's, it's, it was, I was able to do that because in my past lives, I, that was probably a North node. I had perfected that and it served me well. So I knew how to do that, which is why in this lifetime, I'm supposed to, which this is a whole other thing we'll talk about another time. Uh, learn to get back my feminine energy. I've been living in full-on masculine energy for a while. And my husband was living in feminine energy. And when we learned about that and we read this book, I read it and then I gave it to him. He read it in a day and he came in and he looked at me with tears in his eyes and he said, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Because I retreated to this like... I don't know what to do. It forced you into this masculine energy. And that is, and like, that's not who I naturally am. That's not who he naturally is. And so once again, we had to separate just to, just our everyday living separate. I mean, we still talk all the time and stuff, but we just didn't, our energy didn't need to be under the same roof. Um, And I'm just sharing a little bit about that because my audience hasn't heard from me about that in a while. But um uh, so how do you, let me go back to the kids. So how do you use the chart to, to parent, to yeah, mother? Oh gosh. And first of all, I look up to you so much. I love how you share your life and your motherhood journey. Like your kids are precious. Um, but my, my kid, Thanks. he's 18, 19 months. I'm like very new into this and I have a second one on the way. So it'll be just like on blast. You had it times two the second time around. So, Is there any part of you that's like, oh dear. The second one's going to be a whatever well, so sign. funny enough, yes, because like I just, I don't want to say, like we didn't plan exactly when, and you can't, like you don't know when you're going to get pregnant, you know when there's chances and all that, right? But like my my son that's born right now, that's 19 months old, he has such an interesting combination of mine and my husband's chart. Um, so he has, he's a Gemini rising, my husband's a Gemini moon, so that's a big component there. And then... I'm an Aquarius moon with a Saturn, also an Aquarius. And my child is all Aquarius. Like he has five planets in Aquarius. Um, But what's interesting is he has a Pisces moon. So maybe you can help me with this a little bit because Pisces is actually, well, I can speak to it. It's a very foreign energy in mine and my husband's life. We have a lot of fire and air energy, which is um, what it is. It's fiery. It's adventure. It's, it's, it's hot. It's, it's fast. My, son has a Pisces moon, which is the most sensitive point you could possibly have to have your emotional body in Pisces. And so that has been, that's, while it's not in our charts and a connection point, it's such a lesson for us and for my husband and I to kind of learn how to like be in the emotion a little bit more before addressing it or, you know, kind of dealing with it, just kind of be in it and let him, him process that like without words, without which he doesn't even have many words yet. So that's helpful. But um, that has been, you know, a big, big thing is understanding his moon sign. And honestly, if I did not know his moon sign, I would think I am the absolute worst mother, like that I was doing everything wrong, that he was broken, that like, and so having that knowledge really has been such a gift because it's also um, like allowed me to grow as a mother, obviously. And then him to be hopefully not so, 
restricted in processing his emotions. Like I can, I could really F it up, right? If I didn't know if it, he was sure. a Pisces moon and yeah. I could make his, his life quite hard. And right. I'm sure I will. He'll go to therapy for me for some reason or another someday. And all the all things. Of us. Like it's we're all, yeah, yeah, we're all there. That's fine, but I can still support him in like the best way that that I know. And then with my my son coming, so his due date is right on the for for the sun sign. It's right on the Scorpio Sagittarius line. Like literally, his due date is right that day. And my husband is a Scorpio rising, and I'm a Sagittarius rising. And so the second we found out we were pregnant, I was like, "He's coming to get one of us." Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a battle of of who he's coming to like teach more. Uh huh. Um, so we'll we'll see how that plays out because it's also the day before his due date turns him into a double Scorpio, and the day after turns him into a double Sag, which would be either way just super extreme for for one of us. <laughs> okay, I really want to ask about that real quick because um, for me, like Taurus, Pisces, Leo, I've got Earth, I have um, Fire, I have Water. So it's like, all I need is some air, right? Like, is that what we're, like, do we need somebody to kind of help balance some of that? And then I look at people like um, uh, Nate Berkus. He talks about this a lot. He's a triple Virgo. Like, all three of his signs are Virgo. And so it's like, okay, so if you are, like, how are you growing? If you are naturally a Virgo, but your rising's a Virgo, like, how does that work? Yeah. I think, but I mean, can you start real quick with just the ele- what those elements are, the earth, the fire, the air, water? Right. Yes. So there are four elements, um, and it is probably the easiest way to access understanding astrology, because without me saying anything, I guarantee you get a feeling of when I say you're a fire person, you know what that mm-hmm. means. You're an mm-hmm. earth person. You know what that means. I really don't have to say that much, um, mm-hmm. right? So fire, air, earth, and water are the four elements in astrology. And just like everything, it all kind of completes each other. And it's it's also what completes nature. It's the, the four major elements in nature. And it's what we need to survive on this planet. Um, so you can, depending on your chart, you actually looking at your, your entire chart beyond sun, moon, and rising, but even your sun, moon, and rising, you're quite balanced. Um, which isn't, nothing's good or bad, but you actually have a, a fairly decent balance in, in all of those. You do have like your Mercury, Saturn, Mars, and Pluto are all in air signs. So you actually have four planets in air. Um, explain this to me because people who are listening are going to go, okay, so Mercury is, or, or Venus is how I love. What is the planet of Venus that's roaming around up there? How does it have anything to do with the way I love? Like, is it transmitting something that makes me, you know what I mean? Like, what is, what does that mean? Okay. I'm going to take a step back. So talking about, you're were, you were like, let's, what's the truth? So the truth is yes. we all, well, I think most people believe that the moon affects the tides of the ocean. Yes. yes. Okay. So the human body is made up of like 60 something, 70% water, mm-hmm. just like the ocean. So our mm-hmm. human body, we can make a pretty quick jump to say the moon affects the human body. Yes. Like just scientifically. Um, yes. And that's like one of the first things just I look say. at so, the facts. So, and anyone that's ever worked with children in hospitals, like on the, uh, on the NICU ward, on the, like in schools, they will say kids go absolutely bonkers on the full moon. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all pretty common knowledge. So that's like the first kind of step into that. Now, the next part is that then all of the planets affect us, basically. It, it, and right. There's, you know, a lot in between. Where the archetypes came from depends on the culture and in some cases, the religion that you're looking at. Um, are the archetypes the elements? So the archetypes are how we kind of describe each of the planets or each of the signs. Okay. Um, but Got they it. all like Venus is love. Love is the yeah. archetype. Okay. Yep. And so you can look back to, and I, I'm going to show my lack of knowledge here, but you can look back to like Greek goddesses. That's a really easy way to, to connect Venus. Like Venus is the, the, it's the goddess of, of love, but it's representative of these general archetypes that at some point in history, different cultures all named it the same thing in different ways. Multiple mm-hmm. cultures that did not have Instagram or be able to connect all decided that based on their lived experiences, based on the way that they could see, and there are planets, sun, moon, Venus, Mars, Mercury, even Jupiter sometimes that we can see with the naked eye. 
So they literally saw these with the naked eye and how they moved through the sky. And based on where they were in the sky at a certain point, they were experiencing certain things in real life. And so then they gave language to that based on what they saw. Um, so like, for example, um, like the sun moving into Aries is the start of spring. It's the spring equinox in the Northern hemisphere. And so Aries gets a lot of its qualities from initiating, from birth. Spring is new life. And that's a big Aries archetype. And that's kind of how language got started to be put on it is based on just what people were experiencing in real life. And multiple different cultures and backgrounds and people all over the world were able to ultimately kind of name the same things. And so Venus, yes, is the planet of love and values um, and really beautiful divine feminine energy. <laughs> yes, yes. I love that so much. That's so good. And just going back kind of what you were saying about um, just how we all uh, back years and years, how we've looked at things before we had social media. What I have so enjoyed learning about with like new moons and full moons is how the Native Americans named these based on just what was going on in the world. Mm -hmm. So it's like the harvest moon. It makes sense that like, yes, that we are going that the sun is out longer or the moon is out longer or something. And so we have more time to work or so, like the, it just all makes sense. And then if we can be in tune with, if we can align with those things, it also makes sense for us. I remember uh, when the, it was tourist season, I genuinely did want to be out hiking all the time. And because that like aligned with the earthiness of tourist season and I did that, I grew so much during that time. It's like you just kind of just align with that. Like, like this is how I explain it. We, we don't need to be wearing a string bikini in Antarctica in winter. We're, we're not aligning. You wear the bikini in the summer, you know? Like we wear the big parka in the winter. So it's the same thing. If it's tourist season, let's align with what Taurus is all about. And that's a whole nother story, you know, talking about those, the, the 12 different signs. But um, I don't know. That's how it makes sense to me. Absolutely. Yeah. And and understanding it's it, it's kind of like a cheat sheet because like I, I say this all the time and I shouldn't as an astrologer, but you don't need astrology to like live in alignment. Right. You can intuitively know what feels good right now. Like plenty of people for plenty of centuries have, you know, eaten more warm grounding foods in the winter and lighter fruits in the summer. That's actually really right. aligned with some of the language of astrology, but also a lot of people intuitively know that. Now, astrology is like a cheat sheet. You can, if you know it's tourist season, you connect with nature more and all of a sudden yeah. your life is more in flow and you're like, oh, wow, now I have this information. I can just reconnect and flow and life can feel easier. And like, I'm not pushing up against a brick wall constantly. Yes, it's your map. Yeah. It's your tool guide. It is the, let's look to the stars as a tool. And and even what you were saying about, um, you know, different people who didn't know how to connect, I was saying this to my mom the other the other day. I said, you know, mom, like all the religion, like it's all the same God. Like we're all, you know, it's all, we all just calling something different, but the intention is this divine love or this protection or whatever. And if you look at different religions, I mean, I'm not talking about like devil worshiping, but I'm talking, you know, the main religions, if you look at their core values, they're all kind of the same. Um, anyway, so I find that to be, you know, really beautiful. And I think it's the other thing that I love so much about uh, being more spiritual is it, it, God is not in the pew. God is outside in the world that was created for us. And this, and, and the universe is, is our map. It's our guide. It's our tools. Um, so I love that. Okay. I could literally talk to you for 15 hours about this. I would like for us to be new best friends and talk all the time real quick. I, um, you have a program. I'm so excited about this and I'm so excited to get to share this with people because I have really been trying to figure out how am I going to start to share how astrology has helped me, um, in so many ways. And, um, even if you look at my chart, I think there's even things that it, it said something about like, I was going to have a, a move. I was going to, you know, there's going to, it even starts telling me there's going to be changes in my career in the next couple of months. And I feel all of that. And so it's, it's very validating. 
I love your approach to it more than anyone else that I have seen, listened to. It is practical. It doesn't feel out of reach. Um, and you have this program. Can you tell me about the program? Absolutely. Yeah. So, and I, I am laughing now. I'm looking at something in your chart too. We connected last eclipse season. Now it's about to be eclipse season. So that's like yep. eclipses are, are, are cycles that we move through every 18 months. The first one would have started about 14 months ago when we started kind of this journey, which is just so aligned. Um, but my course that I have on offer right now is astrology transits and cycles. And it is by far my most popular course because I think it is so practical and approachable and something that's like you can literally use day to day um, that can help you feel more aligned and more in flow. And so um, it is a self-paced course that's online that allows you to work with quite literally the cycles that you're working with. And it uses astrology, of course, because that's what I do and that's what I teach. But you really don't, you just need to believe enough that you take it seriously, but you don't need to have any background in astrology to be able to apply it. Like even you, you know, you, I don't think knew astrology at all, really more than a year and a half ago. And you're already talking about nodes and stuff like that. And you don't have to ever talk about nodes, but you can align yourself with what the current cycles are. And that's what this course really helps you move through and kind of plan ahead for potential moves, potential relationship changes, career changes. Um, but there's also a lot beyond that, you know, we're talking about some real material things that have changed in your life and that's true for you, but there's other people that are going through these like internal emotional shifts that are really hard to put to words and maybe their outside world's not mm -hmm. changing yet. Um, and their inside world is like kind of flipping upside down. So there's, there's lots of different parts of your life that can be changing. And this course helps like quite literally any part that is it, that you're moving through. Mm -hmm. it, it's kind of like sitting with a therapist and just felt like I said, feeling seen and heard and valid. And isn't that what we want? All of us. That's what we want. We want to just know that we're not. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing for me is I have felt so misunderstood the majority of my life that this makes me feel really understood. I'm like, all right. Okay. I'm not crazy. Um, but I also think for anyone out there who's listening, who's skeptical, I kind of look at it this way too. I mean, did you take the Enneagram test? Because you wanted to learn a little bit more about yourself and you're able to go to a dinner party and say, I'm a three with a four wing or whatever. It's no different. Like it's the same, you know what I mean? Like it's just a way to learn a little bit more about you. Um, and so I don't know. I just think we have to learn to be a little bit more curious and a little bit more open-minded and, and everything. So I'm excited about that. I'm going to put all of this in the show notes where you can get um, Jesse's program and you can use the code Jessica to get 20% off, which is very exciting. I highly recommend the program um, and because everything that Jesse teaches is so, so helpful. If you want to know more about who you are, and how to navigate the world with more peace and empathy, both towards yourself and the people you love, diving into the basics of astrology is a great place to start. Jessie Eccles is my favorite voice speaking into the astrology space because she's a straightforward, hardworking mom and business owner and takes a no-nonsense approach to astrology, always sharing complex topics and insights in simple and practical ways. In her course, Dive Into Your Soul, Jessie shares self-paced lessons to help you access peace in the midst of difficult decisions and transitions so you can create a fulfilled and aligned life. Your code to get 20% off her amazing course is Jessica Zim, J-E-S-S-I-C-A-Z-I-M. Go grab her course and dive in. Then DM me so we can freak out about all the truth you've uncovered along the way. Um, do, can I just tell you what just came to mind real quick and your mom, so you're going to get this and a lot of my audience's moms. When I moved to Nashville, I remember going to a party and somebody said, how do you, how do you feel being here in Nashville? And this was my response. I said, the only way I know how to describe it is have you ever seen Frozen 2? Which if you're a mom, you've seen it. I said, you know how, um, Elsa is just like, I mean, I live in this town of Arendelle and it's lovely and the people are nice and there, there's nothing wrong with it. 
but I just feel so out of place. Like there's something calling me. And, um, and then when she finally listens to the call and she goes after it, she finds herself and she doesn't feel so out of place or crazy. Um, and as you were sitting there talking about the elements, I was like, oh my gosh, is Frozen 2 just all about astrology and spirituality? Because those are like the main things that, you know, the water and the air and all this. And I'm like, why do I keep referencing Frozen 2? But that is, I don't know. That's just what I thought of. <laughs> but you can see it. And I mean, whether it's Frozen 2, you can see it in all aspects of life. It is that it, it is practical. It is real life. It is something that you don't have to get like stuck up and wrapped up in or give your power away to, but it is something that it's almost so, once you kind of learn the basics, it's almost so obvious that you're like, why have I not been working with this my whole life? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, exactly. That's how I feel. How have I not been? And so that's why I feel like this is part of the service. It's like, no, you've got to tell more people about this and open their eyes to it. Um, I want to ask you one more thing because I know everyone has their individual charts, mm -hmm. but I often will read things where people say the collective, the collective. And I'm like, who are the collective? Um, is that all of us? Is that the, all the population in the world? Is it just the people who have kind of awakened? Like, who are the collective? And is there some chart that's being, like, is there like a United States of America chart that we can look at, like, that is affecting? Because I just know there are people who, astrologers, who kind of even were able to predict 2020 and stuff. And like, like you said, it's not a crystal ball, but there's something where you can kind of prepare a little bit, right? Totally. Yeah. So, and, and that's actually kind of what the course is in a way it's applying the collective to your individual chart. So, now who so, are the collective? so you pull a chart at any moment, you can pull a chart right now. And that is the energy of the sky. So the, the, the chart, any astrology chart is an energy. So your chart is your soul. The current chart is representative of whatever soul comes in in this very second but also it's impacting everyone so it's it's energy it's not one person or all the people or a fraction of people it is literally the collective energy that's impacting us and uh, I don't even know this sounds like a silly example but like if it's raining outside there's going to be some people that have an umbrella some people that have a rain jacket some people that don't have anything it's raining for everyone but you're all experiencing that different and that's kind of like what this collective energy is, is that we can look at what's happening in the sky today. We know the sun's in Libra, we know the Saturn's in Aquarius, and I can tell you all about exactly what's happening today. And we know because of all of the scientific tools we have, exactly where the planets are gonna move pretty much forever, unless something crazy happens in the universe and all the planets change or whatever. But we know based on the ecliptic where they're moving. So we can predict and, um, a lot of astrologers will like I, I that's part of my practice um and you can one of the reasons i dove into astrology was because i saw what was coming 2020 and beyond um and and the shift that's happening collectively which we can all feel there have been huge huge shifts in the collective like and every but everyone's experiencing how that plays out differently um so what transits are which is, is part of this course too is what's happening today, what's happening in 2023, that's impacting your chart more directly. Um, so like Taurus, you have a Taurus moon, that's being impacted significantly in 2022. Um, and you've, you've felt that in different ways. Um, and so anyone with a lot of Taurus energy is going to be impacted in a much more specific way in 2022 than someone with Aries, let's say. Um, mm -hmm. Now, you also mentioned the United States, Every everything has a chart. Your marriage has a chart your the united states has a chart any event has a chart and so yes we also look at the united states's chart which i've been talking a little bit about because obviously you live in the united states or this world you know that the united states has gone through some massive changes itself and they have some quite mm -hmm. interesting transits collectively as a country as well okay that's so fascinating I just think it's all so fascinating it's just educating yourself it's all it is and the more we educate ourselves I just think the more peaceful we feel, you know, we just, there's an understanding when we do, it feels good to know the answers. So I always say, I remember one time going to the Apple store and I had a problem with my iPhone and this guy, every Apple employee was coming to him asking the questions and he always knew the answer. And I go, I go, 
man, does that not get old? Like having everybody come to you. And he looked at me dead in the eye and he goes, it actually feels really good to be the one who knows the answers. And I think that that's how I feel about with astrology. It's just a comfort and a, I don't have to question anybody. I, I know the answers. It's just, it's, it's good. Validating is like the, the, the word that consistently comes up whenever I work with cool. someone. And it's true. Like even the things that are bad or hard or more difficult, like it's so bad. You're just like, oh, okay. Like it, it, whatever you want to say, it's meant to be, it's part of my journey. It's part of my lessons. Like, it's just so comforting and validating to know like, okay, like at least I'm kind of on the right path. Yeah, totally. Okay. So now, now that you're looking, you're looking at my chart, let's, let's, let's leave with a piece of advice. What do you have? I, I want to know what's, what do you, what piece of advice do you have for me for this last quarter of, uh, as you can see behind me, we're, we're it's, ha- it's almost, you know, we're getting Halloween suit. My, my Perry, he's like, we have to decorate for all the holidays. So I'm not that person, but he is. So we've decorated, but like what's coming up, what I need to prepare for. And then what can you give? Is there any kind of piece of advice or whatever you could give the audience? Yeah. So the biggest thing for you and the audience is the eclipses coming up. Um, and so October, November, and this impacts you really directly. Um, and so my advice for you, I'm going to kind of sum this up. I can be long-winded too, but career will be a focus, but in a really new way. And it is going to be a test. And even though you're already conscious of it, it will be unexpected in the way that you show up in a much more feminine way. You'll be tested to reinvent how you do business. Um, And it's going to help Mm -hmm. you align much more with your femininity. But you have quite literally an emotional need to be productive, successful, and have a career. So while you're, you're right in saying there's a collaboration and a more kind of nurturing feminine quality, ultimately you are here to be part of this new way of, of success, which is much more feminine and flowy and much less mm-hmm. probably, I, I haven't taken your courses, but probably even what you've taught before in business. Um, we're moving right. away from that collectively and you're part of that newness. So how that kind of connects also to the, the collective and everyone listening is it's going to require like a massive amount of surrender and letting go, mm. letting go of things that you think are going to make you successful or letting go of things that you think you need in order to even like survive. Like it's day-to-day things that you may need to physically let go of, but also there's going to be like emotional ties to, to things that are conscious and unconscious to you. Um, and for you specifically, just more around like what you think it means to be successful in business. But for everyone, there's a letting go and mm-hmm. surrender to things that you think are part of your identity, part of what you need to be. Um, and that's going to just need to like go. And if you don't let it, the universe will help you. I love it. Yep. That is that is mm-hmm. the truth right there. And that's, that's why you want to know astrology, people, because the universe is going to do what it, it needs to do to balance the energy. We're in Libra season right now, all about balance. And so you can either know your map, you can, you can know the tools and just do it willingly, or you can get shaken up in it, you know? So that's, so you've got to go get the link in the show notes and get this course. I'm so excited to just even be able to share it with people because I know it's going to be life-changing for so many people. Jesse, I'm so excited for you and your new baby. And I can just tell that you are such a nurturer and like a great mom. And I'm so grateful for, I mean, you have no idea just how helpful your Instagram posts are. They are really helpful. And they have, they have helped me in one of the hardest years of my life. Like you don't even know how helpful you've been. So here's my Pisces coming oh, out. <laughs> so thank you so much. And how can people find you and, and get in touch with you? Or do you still do chart readings yeah, or any yeah. of that? So I'm Jesse Eccles on Instagram. Um, and my website's changing. So all my links are probably all over the place, but go to my Instagram and go to my link tree. That's where you can find anything that I do. Um, I do readings, um, but baby comes in November, so I will not be doing them after that for 
uh, an unknown amount of time, probably a couple months. Um, but yeah, no, I still do readings. I love one-on-one -on -one readings. Um, and I have courses, including this Champions and Cycles course that can support you while I'm not doing readings. That's so good. I love it. I just want to touch on one last thing and then we're, we really are going to go. But you said something earlier and I thought, oh, I need to reiterate that is you said mm -hmm. about souls. And I just, I, again, I was talking to my mother um, the other day about this and uh, we were in a taxi cab in New York and I was just trying to kind of, uh, what I know is that there's, there's two ways that you can help. And one is uh, you can show light through like, being a tugboat and just like forcing people, like trying to get them to come onto land, or you can be a lighthouse and just try to shine and let people find their way. Um, and I have learned that I cannot be a tugboat with her, that I've got to be a lighthouse. But I, one of the things I said is I said, we are made as a human, mind, body, and soul. And when we die, our mind does not go with us. Our body does not go with us. We know that. Like, we know that. The only thing that leaves is our, is our soul. And so that is what astrology is, is uh, tapped into. It's your soul. It is, it is what goes on. And that is where we need to be making our decisions. And I believe that that is, that is the biggest problem with uh, people's, their physical illnesses and their, and I can talk about this because my husband um, we've been through it, sleeping with a stranger, go read it. I mean, it's crazy, but it's, um, and depression and all the things it's because everyone is trying to make decisions from their brain, from their mind, they're overthinking and the peacefulness, the contentness, it's going to come from the soul decisions. And sometimes you got to learn how to turn that brain off. And I think learning about my chart has helped me align with that and be more in tune with soul decisions. So you touched on that earlier and I yes, just wanted to I love that bring so it much on because the mind gets in the way and say, well, that doesn't make sense. But astrology and your soul can say, mm -hmm. no, 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 you're right. You're right. 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 Again, validating. Thank you, Jesse. You have been amazing. And I'm so grateful for you. Okay, everybody go buy her program Thank right you. now.